Hey everyone, my name is Belt Sebastian and you are listening to Amber X, the audio experience for those chasing dreams in business, entrepreneurship, finance, and much more. On today's episode, I'm here with 17-year-old founder of Mamba Watches, an online store selling uniquely designed wooden watches, Mr. Austin Arms. Thank you so much for being here today. Hey man, thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, so is there anything you'd like to ask, get out on the channel real quick before we start this interview? Um, yeah, make sure that, uh, if you're trying to start something, uh, make sure that you don't listen to anybody else. You just focus on what you want to accomplish and, uh, get after it. Cause not everyone's going to have the same dream as you and, uh, they're not going to see your why. Yeah. I think that's really important because sometimes people think that people see you trying to start something up and then they're like, this is how I would do it. If it was me doing it, then it's like, well, you're not the one doing it. So exactly, it, it's never in a disrespectful way, but it's sort of, you know, the point of starting up a business, right. Is that you have a vision that you're trying to get out there. And I think if people are just trying to, trying to put their hands in and manipulate it and form it to be their own vision, it's like, well, there's no point in me trying to do my own thing, you know? So I know that you've kind of been working on Mamba Watches for a little while now, but could you please explain, like, what is Mamba Watches? What it is that you do um, building these watches and whatnot? Uh, yeah, so uh, I design wood watches. Um, okay. I can't make I don't I can't make them. I don't have the the time, but so I send my design to a manufacturer. Uh, whether they can build it or not, then I just keep you know you just got to keep going to the next one and the next one and the next one. And then um, if I get a design and it hits, then uh, I'll test it for like a pre-sale on my website. So like I just did the King and the Scarlet King, uh, pretty big hits. Yeah. Um, so I so I paid for that, and then I I've got an Instagram, I've got Twitter. I just blow up social media, uh, paid ads, paid traffic, free traffic, anything I can get my hands on, and. Um, yeah, it's been great. Uh, it's starting to blow up like slowly but surely, and it's just kind of a, a I call it a wood watch business with a purpose because uh, every watch sold plants a tree, and so my big kick has been that uh, the Amazon is burning up, and yeah, whether it's political or whatever, I've just been sending all the trees there just to kind of help fight the uh, fight the consequences a little bit. That's really, really awesome because that, that's been a huge thing on social media so far, the whole Amazon um, rainforest burning and whatnot. So the fact that your business is helping with all that you can, the fact that every single watch being sold is helping in that matter, it's like I think a lot of businesses nowadays are missing the point of, yes, it's one thing to be profitable, but it's another thing to provide you know value back into the ecosystem, into the communities that you're trying to serve. So that's really awesome. Um, but woodcut watches, though, that's really, I've never really seen those before. Like, how did you come up with the idea of wanting to make a watch out of wood? Or is this something really common? Um, it's starting to come up more and more. But, uh, like, uh, last year or so, I started, like, um, so I'm still in high school. So I started some carpentry classes. And uh, turns out I, was, I wasn't too shabby. So I started doing, like, craft fairs and selling, like, just high-end cutting boards and anything that I could make out in class and stuff and uh like i went on a cruise and like if you go down a cruise ship um at night they'll have like these fashion stores open where you can buy like insanely expensive watches like 400 hundred dollar watches and i mean to me that's pretty 
expensive. Wow. I know, I know Rolexes are millions or whatever, but, um, and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like people are going to spend their money after being on a cruise on a watch. And I was like, okay, but these kind of suck. Like these just look, <laughs> they look terrible. I was like, I would never wear this. And then okay. I was kind of, and then I was kind of thinking like, man, a finished, um, like piece of, this sounds maybe a little geeky, but like a finished piece of walnut instead of the stainless steel or um, a nice strip of maple here. I was like, man, that would just kill. Like that would look so good. And so literally yeah. as soon as we got service off the cruise ship, I was designing and messaging uh, manufacturers and seeing what I could do while in Miami. Wow. Well, that's awesome. I mean, considering the fact that you just, it was that instant, instant I love the fact that you started doing as soon as you saw the issue, right? A lot of people kind of have it in their heads and they would like make the same judgment that you did. Hey, these are really crappy watches, but then they never actually start. And you were like, hey, as soon as I get onto the shore on Miami, we're doing this, right? We're, st we're starting up this business. And so that, that's really great. I mean, I think the fact that you're doing that is awesome. But I would imagine trying to start up something like a whole watch business and the whole designing process, that would be pretty tough because, like I mentioned before, you're 17, you're still in school. Like, what difficulties do you find balancing and managing Mamba in your normal school life? Like, is is that an easy to find balance or what have you been trying to do? Um, yeah, the hardest, <laughs> it's uh, definitely not easy. When I first started um, before school, I've got lifting at like 4.30. So uh, after lifting and before school, I've got a nice 30-minute window where I can just sit at home and I would uh, do my store design or keep, um, like start building up social profiles. And then uh, when once orders started coming in, I couldn't ship them before school because our post office doesn't open until like eight or nine. And so I would actually print all the, or send all the stuff to my school email, print that at school, tape it at school, and then on my lunch, on my lunch break, sprint down to the post office, go ship it, and come back up to school. Wow, <laughs> wow, 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 wow! That's like, that's insane. <laughs> and I think that's crazy because a lot of people don't really realize that. Like, they don't realize that a business requires some level of sacrifice, right? And I think there's yeah. a lot of people who they kind of glorify the whole drop out of school, drop out of you know, quit your job. And, you know, quitting your job and dropping out of school, even though it kind of seems like you're being put in a more like negative uh, aspect of life for like mm -hmm. the entrepreneur slash business round of things, you're actually giving yourself a lot more time, which is what's valuable. And so not everyone goes down the route of just clearing up their schedule through the form of like quitting or dropping out. Right. So when you're yeah. still in high school and you're still doing things, you've got those time, you got those time pressures, you're being pulled left and right. And, you know, it's really cool that you're being resourceful enough to be like, you know, I'm okay, I'm going to figure it out, send emails here, do this there. Um, and then make, make, in the end of the day, you're delivering on the promises that you made to your customers. And I think that's really, really cool. I mean, I've, oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I've always been a big uh, man of my word. So if I say like, if a customer's like, hey, can you please ship this out ASAP because blah, blah. Well, then I've got to do that because if I don't, then I'm... Um, I'm going back on my promises to, you know, customer service is number one, making sure that everything runs smoothly. So I've got to keep myself to a high standard because if I don't, then the whole business just falls apart. Yeah, that, that completely, completely makes sense. So when you're, you know, when you're currently working on Mamba 
and whatnot. Where do you think they'll be? Where do you think Mamba will be in a couple of years? Um, you know, I have this talk a lot with my mom, actually. Uh, well, I would hope so. This, I'm going to be a senior this year, so I'm going to keep it. Um, all watches on hand with me, but I'm hoping that uh, when I get to college, I can make it so it's big enough so that I can actually send um, all my watches to a fulfillment center so that they'll okay. hand uh, fulfill all my orders just because I just think it's going to be a hassle trying to live in a dorm with, you know, like 500 watches on me. So yeah. I hope, <laughs> I, so my hope is that it just keeps uh, growing year to year. I know that uh, it's not going to like blow up overnight because um, it's just, it's, it's just unexpected. Like that never happens pretty much. And um, trying to bank on it is just seems a little unlogical. So I'm just hoping that each year I can just keep seeing um, continuous growth and it just gets better and better. Okay. I mean, that's great. Like, that's really great. You know, always, you know, the fact that you got to think ahead, you know, you're trying to do something and the fact that you know that, hey, I'm going to be going off to college, things are going to be a little bit different and you're adjusting, you know, it's like, that's, that's really awesome. So quick question for you. What, what is your favorite Mamba watch? I'm just curious. Man, um, it started out with the Black Mamba, obviously, because I was like, that was the first watch I had out. It was kind of like my baby, you know? Um, yeah. And then it turned into like the best seller. So obviously I couldn't just, you know, say it wasn't my favorite watch. But I would definitely say that the King is my favorite watch. Uh, it's like a red sandalwood and then the face is a, um, ebony wood. Yeah. It just, oh man, it just looks so sharp. It's really, really, really nice. Like I was looking at, I was looking through the watches. I think those are really, really yeah. good looking watches. Like the second that I'm able to afford one of these watches, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that I get myself one of these. You know which one I also like? I love the Sidewinder. Man, that has like, also been huge. Yeah. I love the like color distinction on the bands. You know, everyone listening right now, you can get one of these watches, mambawatches.com. Check it out. I'm telling you, these are really, really like they're awesome looking watches. They're really, really nice. And I, I'm pretty sure you would not be dissatisfied at all because I'm going to get one of these watches. I'm pretty sure Austin, do you have do you have your own like personal connection of Mamba watches? <laughs> yeah, I order samples of every single one, so I just keep that one. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Keep up keep up with keep up with the samples. So yeah. I just you know, now you considering the fact that we have all that, you know spoken about and how mama's growing and whatnot i want to kind of shift gears and talk about teenagers starting business right i think right now entrepreneurship is really the quote-unquote cool thing happening where everyone kind of wants to start their business and whatnot um but what difficulties do you think teenagers are trying to face um teenagers definitely definitely uh aspects of schooling um obviously adults face the same time frame with working but yeah. I think uh working they've got just a little bit more um leisure like they can kind of do stuff on their own time at school you're not really supposed to like I can't pull out my phone and start like um printing orders and stuff like that and then um definitely parents um whether your parents supportive or not they're uh, they're both going to kind of be questionable about what you're doing and so it's definitely like a big uh, 
I'm trying to think. It's not like it's not a conflict, but it's definitely something that's there because uh, if you're an adult and you're like, hey, I'm going to start this business, then you can just start it. There's nothing stopping you. I mean, exactly. Unless you're significant other or whatever is like well let's talk about all the risks but i mean if you're adult you're just like all right school screw it let's do this but <laughs> if you're a kid um for me personally like i can't run my business without my mom because since i'm under 18 you can't uh like you can't run a business through um shopify which is the website i use and you can't do uh this and this and so i actually have to use her so technically like she is the one kind of like like her name is on all the legal documents until I'm 18. And so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, personally, like it was like, I think I start, I wanted to do this in like January, February, and I couldn't convince her until like almost the end of February. Like it was just me nonstop nagging. And so definitely teenagers have a harder time because they've got more people to answer to than adults would. I think that that's like a hundred percent true. Personally, I've, I actually have been in the whole like business scheme of things since I was 13 years old. I Jeez. actually wanted to start a yeah, I wanted to start a software development company and I was going really hard into it. Um, but yeah, like what you said, like the key thing that you said right there, um, sometimes and it's not it's not in a bad way, but sometimes I think parents don't really get it what it is that you're trying to do. And I felt that it was really hard convincing my parents, hey, this is what I'm trying to do, this is what I'm trying to get into. And Eventually, I ended up not going as hard into business as I would have liked um, until I turned 18 a couple months ago. And that's when I've been really hitting it hard because that's when it was like, okay, now I'm off in college and I can do whatever it is that I want. I can start, you know, start up a business today and end it tomorrow and start up another one, right? Like I have so much flexibility (laughs) and freedom. But I think for a lot of teenagers trying to start up their businesses, one biggest adversity that they'll face is not being able to grow properly, considering that they have um, they have that level of parent influence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I would say that's pretty much the biggest thing for me. So, I mean, given given all that, what would you say to any teenager wanting to start their own business? Um, do your research. Um, at first I thought like, um, I saw on the business, you know, side of Twitter, I saw drop shipping was huge. And I was like, man, I'm going to drop ship. And it was like the dumbest thing. I don't even remember what it was. It was back in like <laughs> last November. I was like, I'm going to do it. And my mom was like, that's a scam. And I was like, well, okay, you're not listening. But, um, I didn't really research enough about the fact that like what, I, how I wanted to drop ship was an old model and how that business model had like um, run its course. So definitely research what you want to do and make sure that like you take notes or it sounds tacky, but if you find a nice course to buy or something that'll just teach you like the in-depth that you're not getting on YouTube videos, because that's what I did for a long time was YouTube everything. Um, And then make sure you find the right uh, product. Like so mine if I was to do another one, I would do something that's solving a problem. So like watches aren't a problem. Watches are a luxury item. So it's not recession proof or anything like that. So, you know, if something big happens, then it might tank because people aren't going to go out and buy watches. So if you're thinking, man, what product should I do? Do a product that solves a problem. Okay. Well, and, oh, yeah. 
I was just going to say, I'll get back to like what we said in the beginning, like you can't listen to what everyone else is saying because it's like, this is your idea. This is your project. You're building it. So you can't really let outsiders really voice their opinion unless it's like um, in your best interest or constructive criticism. But if it's just criticism, you can't, you can't listen to it. Yeah. Sometimes like, sometimes you just can't hear, you, you shouldn't listen to both sides, right? Yeah. Excessive criticism, excessive praise. Sometimes you just got to, Hey, I'm doing my own thing. I have a vision. I'm going straight towards that. Exactly. And I think you touched on a really, really huge thing. You mentioned research. And I think a lot of times people start up businesses and they don't know what it is that they're getting into. And they're lacking on many, many different fronts, right? They don't get the business model. They don't get, they don't even understand who their competitors are. They don't understand how, how are, how are the people who are doing better than me in this business? How are they doing? Like, what are they doing? I think that's really, really important at the end of the day when you want to put your business out there and say, okay, hey, I want to sell watches or I want to, I want to build an e-commerce store. I want to do drop shipping or whatever it is that you want to do. You got to be in tune. You got to be in tune, right? It's like, it's like the ocean, right? It's flowing. You got to be on the current. Exactly. <laughs> you got to be, you got to be there. Yeah. And yeah, so that, that's, that, those are all things that are really, really important in general. Nonetheless, um, yeah, thanks so much again. Really, really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today. Yeah, if you guys, Yeah, of course. If you guys please check out mambawatches.com, right? That's mamba, spelled normally, M-A-M-B-A, watches.com. You got some really, really awesome watches. You can have the link in my description. There'll probably be a link there showing how you can get to his website. Please make sure that you do. It's really, really awesome. And the fact that there's that ecological impact where, we're, where he's helping out with one tree planted, planting a tree for every watch being sold. I think this is an immense opportunity. Please make sure that you check it out. Austin, again, thank you so much for being here. Guys, check it out. Like, follow, subscribe. Do what, is, do what it is that you've got to do to get this content onto your platform. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.